Hello everyone, welcome back to Chatting with Christina. I'm your host Christina and I'm so thrilled that you joined me today. This will be the final and sixth episode of my series of The State of Our Home, Planet Earth. It's been quite a journey completing this podcast, but honestly, I'm quite relieved to have it finish. Today, I'm going to be talking about our current situation and what this means for the future when it comes to our home, the Earth. Remember that by no means am I an expert or professional, and these are all my own opinions with some evidence from the internet. Without further ado, sit back, relax, and time to think a little bit deeper in the destruction of our home. When we're thinking of global warming and changes a whole on our planet, we're looking at the unfavorable and unpredictable changes that are constantly occurring. Just because we're into the new year of 2022, it does not mean that we can just forget about the year of 2021 and all the odd and strange weather conditions and all sorts of things that we experienced. So let's give a little bit of a recap going through the year of 2021, just in BC alone. Now, obviously, the rest of the world is experiencing all their other sorts of catastrophes and weather events, but I really just want to focus on where we live. So in the beginning of the year, we had a decent amount of snow, nothing unusual. It was fine. It was all good. But then we get into... June time, early July. This is really when our experiences of the weather conditions just seem to go downhill from there. So during the late June, early July time period, we experienced our record-breaking heat. This wasn't just like a 31 or 32 degree Celsius weather. We're talking about high 40s. Even in Lytton, it broke the record of the highest temperatures ever reached. And what happened to them the next day? They burnt down from a forest fire. So we're not only experiencing all these crazy, crazy high temperatures, but the resulting effect is all these fires that are ripping across the province, the country, the continents, and the world. Because all the brush and all the forests are so, so dry, they're just easily set ablaze and just torn down. Obviously, forest fires are part of nature and it occurs naturally, and it's actually good for a forest just to regenerate it every couple of decades, start afresh. But what we're seeing in especially areas like BC is that every single year, it always seems to be a new record of this many more fires or this amount of hectares or acres burned and it's just getting more and more severe and catastrophic because we're not just burning down our own homes and our own cities and using up our own resources where that forest fire is ruining the homes of nature wildlife that whole ecosystem and it's producing all this large amounts of carbon dioxide and other pollutants into the air. Again, this is a natural process, but when we're having all these crazy wildfires every single year, that's going to take a bit of effect eventually. 
within the exact same year that we had all this record heat and large amounts of forest fires, there was also the complete switch where we had our flooding and quote-unquote atmospheric river. This was a new term that was introduced, atmospheric river, because we had never even experienced anything like this before. It has been said that the amount of rain that came down during these atmospheric rivers was comparable to the amount of rain in the Mississippi River. Think about that for a second. That is a lot of water. And it doesn't seem to be a coincidence that just earlier in the year we had absolutely no moisture and it was so dry and hot. And now flip a switch and here we are with so much water that our towns are being flooded, our highways are tore apart, our mountains sliding all over, mudslides, disasters galore. Overall, just huge, huge catastrophe and a very large price tag because of the amount of rain that we received. Now, what is more even unusual about this flooding occurrence was that it was in November. Flooding is very common in the spring times, especially with the Fraser River and all the meltwater coming down from the mountains. But in this case, it was not the meltwater time of year and it was all from the rain coming from the sky. A very unusual, large, large, large amount of water from the sky. So when we're combining this with the idea of the high, high heats in the summer to now the high, high amounts of rain in the fall and winter, does that seem to ring a bell for you or cause any concern? Well, maybe it's because of the extreme weather conditions that is the result of climate change. So if this doesn't show the effects that climate change are already having on our planet, then I don't know what to say. It's occurring to us right now and we're already feeling the effects. Just a quick point that I wanted to put in before we moved on. Not all the flooding that we experienced throughout the valley was all from the rain in the sky. The Nooksack River also overflowed in Washington and it spilled into the Abbotsford and Sumas Prairie area. But without this rain, this would not have happened. Even if we were to dismiss last year's high heats and high amounts of rain to unlikely weather and a once in a lifetime chance, we can't help but not notice the common thread that's been coming along the last few years. Within the last few years, we've just had the most crazy, unpredictable, and extreme amounts of weather. Think of all the amount of snow that we had that was so, so much, and for a couple of years in a row, it's like we've never seen it before. Now all these high extreme heats that we've seen, the last couple of years, the amount of wildfires that we see every single year that are ripping across the province and the rest of the world. And then winter and windstorms that are tearing down trees and causing all this destruction. If that's not signaling to us that something's going on with our climate, then we are all doomed because we need to open our eyes and realize what's happening to us. Businessmen and women may be upset with the amount of 
profit that they're losing from all these natural disasters. But it's not just the literal money that they're seeing with the numbers fading away on their computer screens. It's the direct impact that's coming on the lower income individuals and families within communities. They're the ones that are having their homes being ripped away, their insurance going sky high, their food disappearing or costing astronomical prices, their property damage, their livelihood damage, families being killed or hurt or just emotionally wounded. It's having an effect on everybody and you can't keep living like this forever without acknowledging that climate change is having an impact on this. And especially in lower income neighborhoods or areas or even countries, lower developed countries that often see multiple disasters per year or all sorts of things, it's disproportionately affecting some more than others. And it's these poor people that always have to be picking up after themselves and trying to move forward but how can they find hope when it just seems to always be ripped away from them? Now again, natural disasters are natural. They're part of the way that the earth works. But what I really, really want to stress in this episode is how much more frequent natural disasters are becoming and how much more disastrous and the impact that they're having like never before. So if we are to do anything, then global action needs taking now. Not in the future, not in 10 or 20 or 30 years, now. Because if we don't change what we're doing, we get used to our habits and our way of life. We just say, oh yeah, pass it on to the next generation, who cares? Well, the next generation may have nothing to save if we don't save it now. I am optimistic seeing some companies and some politicians and groups taking responsibility for actions and demanding change. And that's something that every single person needs to demand. Keep demanding change. Because if we don't demand change, then nothing will occur and we'll just keep living our way of life. And it'd be one thing if keep living our way of life didn't have an impact on others, but it does. Our selfish and greedy actions of continuously using fossil fuels and polluting our planet and using up all these resources, it's impacting everybody else around the world and all the future generations to come. We can't just look at new opportunities to just find new resources to take and exploit and use and just look in the name of profit. We have to look at options that are sustainable, reliable, and will carry us through for the rest of our lives and other lives as well. So what can we do to take our new steps into the future? Well, first of all, we need to keep this momentum going and the overall awareness that people are gaining about global warming, climate change, pollution, plastic, waste, and everything on a whole. We can't allow it to become old news like a fashion trend or a movie or a song or anything that's just like ah who cares that was a couple years ago no this is going to be with us for the rest of our lives but if we all make conscious efforts every single day we can work towards that common goal it takes collaboration and not just with a few or a couple of us it takes everybody 
One of the best things that you can do is educate yourself. With all this information around nowadays, there's no reason why you can't spend some time acknowledging what's happening to our planet and the impact that we're having. I may not be a certified expert or professional, but what I'm doing is spreading the awareness. I may not educate you on specific facts or all the science behind it, but I just want to spread that awareness that we all can make a difference if we consciously contribute to a positive future. Now, the ways that this can be done comes in many ways. It could even be voting at the next election who is going to take the most action on climate and global issues. As well as the waste that you use, what is best quality, what won't break and end up in the landfill within a couple uses, while also being worth your money. What doesn't use up lots of pollutants and garbage to process and produce? Can you ride your bike or walk a little bit more and try to use less of that fossil fuel emitting vehicle that you own? These are all just a couple ideas of small things that we can do. But if everybody's doing it together, it's pretty incredible. There's been so many sources online that scientists keep preaching that there may only be 10 years left before we're actually able to reverse the consequences of climate change. So that means you don't wait another couple years and say, yeah, I'll think about it then. It's like your taxes or your bills or homework or marking that needs doing. Yeah, just put it in the pile over there. That, that, that can be done later. No, we need to look at it right now. It's on the front burner, not on the back burner. I also want to point out that people often kind of seem to play it off and joke about climate change. like, ah, yeah, who cares? It's all the place that we live. It's not like you live on Mars, you live on Venus, you live on Earth. No, we all live on Earth. It's all our home. So that pollution that you're emitting, it, yeah, it goes away, whatever, you don't see it. But it's still the air that you breathe. The water that gets polluted, that's the water that ends up in our systems, whether it be through agriculture, drinking water, or some sort of usable water. The soil that gets polluted, our crops are grown in that. So you may not directly be able to see these things, but inadvertently, they're making their way back to us to haunt us. So we need to take our steps now. It's our responsibility, not the future's. Well, that's going to do it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to my last episode in my series of The State of Our Home, Plant Earth. Hopefully, throughout this podcast, you've learned a little bit more about the impact that we're having and some different areas and solutions that we may be able to change. I hope that you learned something about what's happening to our Earth and the impact that you are individually having. Let's keep this momentum going on global issues and awareness and not allow it to become old news. Thank you so much again for listening and I hope you got to think a little bit deeper on the destruction of our home.